Hello and welcome to What's On at Cine World Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Still reading your J-Lo book. Yeah, yeah, the truth about reality TV is that you can't hide who you are. When you're sitting up there on a panel reacting to the performers you see in front of you, the camera catches everything. That's a uh, passage from True Love by Jennifer Lopez. Are we, is this what we're doing now? We're just going to bring in books? No, only this book. Only that Every one. week. I can't bring in my own book. If it's this copy of True Love <laughs> by Jennifer Lopez, you can. Um, anyway, Dan, how are you? I'm all right. I'm very, very excited for the day. Yeah. J-Lo day. <laughs> J-Lo day. Yeah. How excited, like, have you been doing like a countdown till this day? Not publicly. <laughs> I did it for the Avengers. Did you? So I went to a press screening of the Avengers. Yeah. Because I'm also special. Very special. And it was two weeks before release. Yeah. That was back in the day when like press screenings were done like... The Avengers original Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so this that was before it was like, you know, keep you under lock and key. Exactly, yeah. yeah. When it was just like, I didn't even know if this is going to work. Oh no, it did. It made yeah. a billion dollars. Um, it was two weeks before release. Mm. So I, and I went on my own. And then I could talk about it to no one for yeah. two whole weeks. It was torture. But like all day long, I was just, because I was so excited for the movie, I was like, six hours, assemble. Like, this ha- is it. Ha- hashtag, hashtag assemble. assemble. <laughs> oh my God. That's so- but like that, this is what's fun about the movies. I know I do this every single week, but I mean it. Like when you have something that you're super excited for and that can it feels like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like I had to go to bed early last night in case Santa from the block didn't show up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For special J-Lo day. <laughs> special J-Lo day. Uh, right, let's get into some of your comments from last week's What's On, where we were talking about the Batfleck solo movie. Oh, Surprisingly, um, no one has um, said anything about the tattoo. That is a surprise. That is a surprise. Also, no one has said anything <laughs> nice about you this week, which usually... Oh, well, I'm out, Ben. Yeah. You're going to replace me now, aren't you? Um, Philip says You here, didn't deny it. Sorry, well, I, was, I, 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 I said to... you're going to replace me now, aren't you? And oh, then no. you're supposed to say never. No, never. Never, of course. No. Thank you. I can't replace it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Laurie, then it was Ollie, then it's yeah. you. I've got, I'm, I'm sticking I'm with you now. now. <laughs> uh, people will think I'm the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philip said, I wish people would uh, just accept the fact that Ben Affleck doesn't want to play Batman anymore. He's moved on. But apparently fans know better than the man himself. I mean, in all fairness, Philip, he is playing him again. Yeah, well, that's true. But also, I mean, never say never is the old adage. And I think that people are allowed to change their mind. I think he very clearly was like, I don't want to do it for a while. But then has had a good experience on Flash. Absolutely. He had a very bad experience on Whedon's Mm. version of Justice League. But I think this has, might be, you know, as we said last week, it's rejuvenated him. Especially if it's something you're really passionate about. If you then have a good experience, you're like, hmm. Could I? Yeah. There's always a question. I hate the question, what if? That's my least favourite question. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Kane says, Batfleck versus Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Is that good? Which I, I would l- like to see it. I like a lot because I remember one of my things I'd said against the first Suicide Squad movie is um, with uh, Jared Leto's Leto, yeah. Joker is I couldn't see him and Batfleck on the same screen. Like, I didn't feel like those two would have... Yeah, they were different energies, weren't they? Yeah, it really was. Like, it doesn't feel like a classic Batman Joker. Maybe that would have Mm. actually been really good. Well, I mean, interestingly, we did see them on the screen together in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm. Uh, And it kind of did work. I think handled correctly and and maybe having the actors... wants <laughs> reined in a little bit yeah. could be interesting but no I think I think uh, Joaquin's Joker would be very interesting because they're, the, they're both a similar kind of yeah you know grittiness um, Just No Yes has named us uh, Team Danook I'm into it I actually yeah. read that as Danuke oh Dan- well, you, I think we should go with that because that separates me from my other Team Danuke which is what oh with, me with and Denise. Denise yeah, yeah. no okay yeah Danuke um, 
actually, Dion Trey, my favourite part of my Luke Owen Friday, this, and then Team Danook. Oh, so it's like a Luke Owen Friday, because I do two shows with yeah. uh, two different people. Luke Owen Fridays. Um, uh, some people are taking us a little bit to task, me in particular, I think, because I said that The Dark Knight was good. Yeah, and rightly so. Please read out one to uh, Greco says, Dark Knight isn't only the best superhero movie, the best film of all time. Ooh. That is that is high praise. I, I think it is a phenomenal movie. Would I say it's the best film of all time when uh, Monster in Law starring J-Lo and Jane Fonda exists? I don't know that I would. And all I'm saying is Ghostbusters is out there. Uh, <laughs> and Detrick Harris for now said, I liked Affleck as Batman. was hoping he would do another solo movie. Fingers crossed emoji. Mm, yeah, I think it's one of those things where it could happen, it might not, but if he gets to do it his way, I think it could be really interesting because you only have to look as far back as Argo 10 years ago to know what he can do. You know, best picture winning, mm -hmm. tense thriller. Give him the reins, see what happens. Let's get into the show itself because we're going to be reacting to the Lightyear trailer, then going through this week's releases and talking about The Batman. Here is the show. Dan, you clearly are quite excited for Marry mm, Me. It's a big day for me. It's a big day. It's the release of Marry Me, J-Lo's new movie. Yeah. And uh, the whole world has been leading to this moment. So you are, we're recording this on a Thursday. We are, Which correct. is when you're seeing it. I'm so. seeing it tonight. Because you're an important person. So I'm you get to see it so before everyone special. else. <laughs> you have no idea. I've been trying to tell you for weeks. Jennifer Lopez got onto her agent and was like, listen, she if Dan's me, not there. She was like, if Dan's not there, this whole movie may as well not come out. <laughs> Unfortunately, lives, I am free tonight. It lives so. and dies by Dan Bateman's <laughs> Instagram review. Because she knows full well that I am going to love it. <laughs> yeah, well, we are going to talk about Marry Me in just a moment. Uh, but before we do that, a new trailer has been released has. for Disney's Lightyear. That's correct. Chris Evans taking on the, I, I would call him an iconic character of Buzz Lightyear at this point. Uh, at this point? Well, yeah, I mean... Iconic in 1996, thank you very much. I mean, I, well, I would have agreed with you, but I think sometimes the term iconic can be overused. That's true. That's true. It should only be reserved for characters such as Buzz Lightyear and people such as Jennifer Lopez. Exactly. Well, okay, let's... I don't think Jennifer Lopez is in this. It's not... No. Having said that, I haven't seen the trailer well, yet, there you so... Go. Could, Who knows? could surprise me. Could you imagine? <laughs> at the end, Jennifer Lopez walks in like Samuel L. Jackson at the end of Iron Man. <laughs> she's, got, she's starting a new initiative. She's going to get them all together. She's the one who brought the toys together. I need to talk to you about the Rocks initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. <laughs> Don't be fooled by it. That's what it says. Tagline. <laughs> Don't be fooled by it. Anyway, let's watch uh, the second trailer for Lightyear. of work for a four-minute flight. Isn't that something? <laughs> We're all ready if you are, sir. Well, let's go find out if this... <laughs> Getting a bit more pop this time, which is nice to see. The first trailer was very much the case of here's some fancy visuals. Yeah. I mean, it looks gorgeous. It does, doesn't it? What do you think when the original Toy Story? <laughs> also, check out Chris Evans doing an impression of Tom Allen. Tom Allen? Sorry, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Tim Allen, yeah. Our first test flight is a go. Wait. 
get everyone home. Good luck, Captain. Roger that. It doesn't even sound like Chris Evans. It, it doesn't, but it just fits so well. Yeah. He's doing such an interesting job. There's a <laughs> Lovely. Oh. Oh. Adore it. It's very atmospheric. It is, yeah. Oh, it's a robot cat. Remember those little dogs? There'll be a little Funko Pop of that eventually. Absolutely, and I'll have six of them. It's a massive robot. <laughs> it's a massive robot. Like an Empress Zerg. Like a big Zerg. It looked like it. It's got the same sort of silhouette. <laughs> An iconic Yeah, well, indeed. Alright, right, that was definitely sure Zerg, right? No, it had the whole, um, the whole, you know, yeah, dead thing in Toy Story 2. I can provide sleep sounds if you like. I have several options. Summer night, ocean paradise, whale calls. No, no, white noise is fine. Very well. Good night, socks. Good night, Buzz. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> We had a bit of a disagreement over this. Yeah. Uh, your, your previous iteration, Ollie Davis, had a, and I had a previous uh, <laughs> had a discussion don't about this. Leave it as a hangover. Don't, don't take it out on me. <laughs> well, I am because okay. you're now his new. Right. Form, okay. What so. was his? What was his thought? So it's my understanding. Chris Evans put out a tweet saying uh -huh. this isn't about Buzz Lightyear the toy. This right. is about the man who inspired the, toy. the Buzz Lightyear toy. Mm. Now there are two schools of thought there. Okay. One of which is in the world of Toy Story. There was a man called Buzz Lightyear mm -hmm. who went into space and then they made a toy based off of that because man. Because he was cool. Like, he an was cool figure. Figure. like an action figure. Because an action figure. There are the the other school of thought is no no, this is a the TV series that Andy watched that they made toys based on. Oh. Right. So we're seeing the Buzz Lightyear TV show. Right, interesting. I prefer the first one. And I think it is the first one. And watching that second trailer in particular, that's what it feels like. It's the first version of it. Yeah. That, where like this is set within the Toy Story world, which yeah. means which I think is a weird thing because that means in Toy Story, intergalactic space travel was <laughs> and aliens are real. <laughs> well, aliens are real. They're in the claw machine, maybe. Oh, if they show up, I'll be thrilled. But it would also make sense of why everyone, like, in Andy's world is so obsessed with space, like yeah. Pizza Planet and all of this sort of stuff. That's true. I mean, yeah, it fits in with the whole Toy Story milieu. Yeah. I do like the Toy Story extended universe. That's so, exciting. having watched that trailer, yeah. are you Team Luke or are you Team Fool? <laughs> I am Team Luke. I think it looks like that. It's kind of weirdly like First Man to draw a very strange comparison. <laughs> But it's got I'm that sure same kind of. Well, it, maybe it was because it's got that same kind of like you know, this person who who seems you know he's he's the only one doing the important things and he's like got to deal with his mm. you know place in the world and all that stuff. The galaxy. Yeah, I was saying to you before we started recording. So mm. I watched Apollo thirteen. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and one of the great things about Apollo thirteen is that launch sequence. I think mm. Ron Howard's even said it's his favorite thing he's ever directed. Is that because it looks really good. Mm. And I was kind of getting, I don't want to say I was getting Apollo 13 vibes from this because, you know, man who's only seen Boss Baby sent <laughs> real Boss Baby vibes from this. <laughs> Which is one of my favourite things the internet has ever done, by the way. <laughs> the idea that, can 
think you're a boss, but insofar as it's a film. <laughs> it's a like, film yeah. And this is a film about space. Yeah. But like the launch sequence that you saw in there, and like that moment when he shoots off into sort of the, the intergalactic mm. portion of that, and the beautiful David Bowie sort of like comes in. I, I, I got real like, man, I'm yeah. really, not what I was expecting from a film about Buzz Lightyear. And when I hear that they're going to do a Buzz Lightyear movie, I am a little bit like, oh, are we farming out some content? Yeah. But when it comes through with stuff like visuals like that and, and yeah, the atmospheric, the epic feeling, that it, it yeah, it feels like, okay, they've, they've taken a really interesting turn with this. And I'm keen to see what Chris Evans wants to do. But yeah, I'm really impressed. I really, learned, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I can't wait. Out this week, I still can't Adam and Eve it. It's happening. It actually is happening. It is real. It is opening. It is happening right now. Uncharted. It legit is finally here. And even then, I don't think I'll believe it. So I've sat in my seat, and the credits are. I'll be like, don't believe it until they don't buy it. The film is over, and you're like, this wasn't real. You've, you've set this all up. This is the Truman Show. You're waiting for the whole cinema is going to come down. It's going to be like they, the whole world has been leading to this moment. Clap you. And because I watched the trailer for it, and it mm. is Tom Dolland being yeah. Tom Dolland, yeah. sounding like Tom Dolland, yeah. like his screams are very Tom Dollandish, and it just sounds like they've taken clips from other movies, <laughs> another soundbite stuff, and just made this fan trailer. Yeah. The thing with Tom Dolland is he's a lovely little boy. Right, so it's very hard for me to think of him as a as a man, you know. And don't get me wrong, he's a man. Like he's quite clearly a, a you know, he's he's in his mid twenties. He's you know, buffers get out, you know, and he's running over all of these, jumping on all these things. Clearly a man, but in my head, little boy, little boy, little boy running around. And then Mark Wahlberg is like, come on, little Peter Parker. Yeah, he's going, gee, well, it's Doctor Strange. <laughs> it sure would be nice if people didn't know I was Spider Man. It's a weird scene in Uncharted for them to have, have written that in there. But, you know... <laughs> hey, it works, right? They're taking, they're taking some leaps. So anyway, Uncharted is finally out this week. I think the trailer for it looks really I'm good. really I'm excited. super excited to see this at the weekend. It's available mm. in IMAX, 4DX, and on screen X. And so this, is, this is one where if you're going to go and see it, you might as well see it in its big or yeah. in its most cinematic, you know. Or its most theme park. Exactly, yeah. Just... If you're looking for films that 4DX is for, it's an Uncharted. Do you know yes, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You're excited for Death on the Nile. I am. I'm a big Agatha Christie fan. Uh, I've, I've read the book before. I read it again last year to refresh myself. Very keen. Uh, I like this kind of big ensemble period extravaganza. So yeah, looking forward to it. But come on. Mm. Do you want to talk about Marry Me? I absolutely want to talk about Marry Me. I don't want to talk about anything else yeah. for the rest of the year. We mentioned it earlier, you're seeing it tonight. I'm seeing it tonight. At Jennifer Lopez's request. At her house. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know about it, but I'm going to... No, I'm seeing it tonight. I'm seeing it tonight at uh, Leicester Square Cinema World. And I'm very, 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 very excited. I listened to her first album on the way. I'll be listening to the second album, the third, and all subsequent albums, including the one she has released to go alongside the movie. But outside of your... Lopez fandom. Mm. Uh, what entices you? What like gets you excited for Marry Me? I love a rom com. I I'm someone who you know we live in a very cynical world and a very meta world, and everyone everyone has to be self aware at all times. And something I've loved about a few movies that have come out in the past year, including Spider Man No Way Home, to find a way to show on that in again this mm -hmm. this week, is how earnest it can be. I think some of the moments in in the closing third act, you know, 
climaxes of Spider-Man No Way Home are incredibly earnest, like, meaningful filmmaking. They don't undercut it with a joke. And I love a rom-com that is just there to be a rom-com. That kind of Nora Ephron energy, you know, and I don't think we see many of them. I don't think we, I certainly don't think we see enough of them. I also think, and I, I am a massive J-Lo fan, so I have to accept accusations of bias. I don't know if you've noticed this, but... You kept it so quiet. I know, I like to be quite, you know, you know, Suffer. quiet about it. Yeah, I love J-Lo. I think, aside from that, she is a really warming screen presence. I think she has a charisma and a, and a unique sort of aura, really, that, that sucks you in as, a, as an audience member. And you've seen it in movies like Made in Manhattan and The Wedding Planner all those years ago. Even in the movie with George Clooney outside, uh, mm. it, she's incredible in that. I think it's... it's and, then, and then recently I was so thrilled to see her get such recognition from Hustlers, which she was unfortunately not nominated for an Academy Award. I was very cross about this, but she did do the Super Bowl performance that was, at the time, I thought maybe the closing ceremony of the planet. So it was really good. <laughs> um, but you know, I think she's a she's a, a, a an underrated screen presence in that in that kind of you go and you want to see someone light up a screen in that kind of old Hollywood starlet style, and there are not that many people who do that. Mm. And I think J Lo still does. So I'm very excited to see what they're going to bring. And Owen Wilson's a lot of fun. Sarah Silverman is going to be in it as well. I think it's going to just be a really nice, fun little rom-com and you can find out more about it and get your tickets by clicking the links in the video description down below and if you want to see a grown man gush about jennifer lopez's new rom-com my instagram review will be up <laughs> later on this evening <laughs>so if you're intrigued by death on the nile the cineworld blog has got a very very cool article entitled your whodunit guide to the new agatha christie movie if you didn't see murder on the orient express which is the previous movie mm -hmm. to this or actually if you're new to the whodunit genre the genre mm. yeah the milieu i love a detective thing i love a whodunit yeah. we love whodunits as a as a, a, a as a british nation mm. i think as well also like the, the whodunit and the de detective novel is in so many things harry potter's detective fiction Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. The Philosopher's Stone, they're running around desperately trying to figure out who, you know, who, where are the clues? Ultimately, who did it? I mean, Andy's shaking his head. And Andy's he's wrong. And he's got a Harry Potter tattoo. I wrote a dissertation about it, so let we'll fight about it off let, let us know in the comments. We'll, <laughs> yeah. I'm very curious about this. Also out this week, Moonfall, which is also available in IMAX and 4DX, Jackass Forever, Sing 2, Belfast, Nightmare Alley, Scream, and Spider-Man No Way Home. What is your pick of the week? I know you saw Jackass Forever. I did, and by the way, you know, I think we talked about this last week. My way of reviewing movies is to go in and every movie gets five stars. And if I don't like something, I'll maybe take one off and then we'll see where we're at. There was nothing I could fault about Jackass Forever. It's great, so it's right? my first five star movie of the year. Oh my God, it's so I good. I had such a good time. And, I, and, I, and the, the cinema was packed full of people. There was only one that I couldn't watch and it was the one with the spider. So I was watching everybody else and it was really fun to see everybody squirm. Uh, but anyway, what's your pick of the week? <laughs> my pick of the week. It's Mar I mean, it has to be Marry Me. Yeah. It's Marry Me. I love a rom-com. I don't know what to tell you. I'm it's, a romantic at heart. It's fine. I'm a basic bitch. I'm picking Uncharted. I, I love that for you. Even <laughs> though you don't you. think it's a real movie. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm picking it so I can make sure it is real. Because <laughs> if you pick it, it has to be real. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you, Dan. I have not sorted out a Valentine's present yet for my... Uh, How many years have you been married? Uh, nearly... F it's four... Is it four or this five this year? This is already going well. Is it five this year? No, I think it's four this year. You might want to check that before the anniversary. However, 
before the anniversary, more crucially, is Valentine's Day. Yeah, and I haven't got you anything either. Ah, uh, that's alright, I'll let you off for that. But I do have a thing in mind. Oh. It's the Cineworld Valentine's e-gift card offer! Wow. I'm so impressed. Because if you need a last minute gift for your Valentine's love, do click the link in the video description down below. It doesn't even need to be your Valentine's love. It could just be your could best be your bestie. mate. It could be your best mate. You can yeah. get it for Jennifer Lopez. I, I'll send it to her. <laughs> She'll be like, who is this guy? We're, push, we're, we're pushing the boundaries of what is acceptable fandom now. And I'm okay with it. We need to stop down telling me stuff. I shouldn't have invited him to the movie. I don't know what's wrong with me. On the sale right now. Click the links in the video description down below. You can get your tickets to see the Batman. The Batman. This feels like it's come around. Like, I know we've been talking about it for a long time. I can't believe it's here. I know. All three hours of it as yeah. well. It's available in IMAX, 4DX, ScreenX, and Super Screen oh. as well. That huge surround. That's how I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife was like the big sort of two. Screen X. Screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It was just. It's awesome. Yeah. So I'm really super duper excited to see uh, this the Batman. It's also. I, I, I'm, Word of the week, everybody. Atmospheric. I feel like it's this, this the kind of movie that, especially at the length that it is, you want to be in it. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be, re you want to see it in the best way you possibly can, and you want to see it over and over again. Oh right? yeah. And there's a great way to do that. It's called an unlimited card. Tell me more about that. Well, an unlimited card means you can go to the cinema as often as you like. Oh, come Basically, on. Basically, just book it, book your tickets, go, show up, and it's grand. You'll have an amazing time. And and if you haven't got an unlimited card, okay. <laughs> got it right here for you. <laughs> if you haven't got an unlimited card yet. You can get 50% off. Are you kidding me with that? Yeah, Batman 50, use the promo code, you can get 50% off Goodness or 10% off the annual fee. With what code? Batman 10. Click the links in the video description down below for more information on that. But Dan, it does not end there. Because I know you said that the Batman has come around so quickly. I know, can you believe? There's a way to see it even earlier. Stop it. <laughs> just stop it. We are doing not just the day before. Mm -hmm. So it's on Thursday the 3rd of March. Mm -hmm. It's not only just the day before, mm -hmm. it's the day before in IMAX. Oh. Yes, mate! That's Come the, on! The biggest way you could possibly see our pats up on screen in the cowl. Colin Farrell's jowls. The yeah. day before you can go see it in IMAX and we're doing midnight screenings for it as well. Oh my god, I love a midnight screening. Oh, Truly, man. because you get the best crowds at midnight screening. Yes. I think they're the ones who are the most passionate, the most excited. Please do click the links in the video description down below to find out more about The Batman. Very British feel to our upcoming unlimited screenings. We have got The Duke on February 16th, Ali and Ava on February 22nd, and The Phantom of the Open on March 7th. Mm. Also on our cinema releases, we have got the Royal Opera House Ballet performance of Romeo and Juliet on February 14th, a lovely Valentine's Day treat, Aww. and NT Live's The Book of Dust on February 17th. You can find out more about those using the links in the video description down below. Some more love for Batfleck here in the comments. Uh, BWO Gaming said, I'd love more Batfleck. I hope D the DCEU continues. And Winter Skyline said, uh, Ben Affleck even came back for Zack Snyder's Justice League, which we were talking about earlier, to film the, uh, the nightmare scenes. Warner Brothers needs to open up their eyes and realize Zack Snyder had a vision that fans wanted to see more of. It's interesting with the DCEU because I think part of the reason Justice League struggled was that we didn't know them yet. I think the Avengers, 
built to a crescendo. That's, you yeah, know, absolutely. Introducing us to, and I didn't know who Thor was, I didn't know who Iron Man was even. We were introduced to those people bit by bit, and then it was like, do you want to see them all together? That's cool, there you go. Whereas with, with Justice League, we had met Superman, we obviously already knew who Batman was, we got a very brief introduction to Wonder Woman, and then we sort of have to not only get on board with who these people are together, we then have to figure out Aquaman is there, Cyborg is there, the Flash is there, without having spent any time with them to be invested in them. Now that Aquaman has done so well, now that we have had Wonder Woman, now that we do know who these people are a bit more, I think, belatedly, there is potentially hope for the DCU. I also feel as well that Batman v Superman's, for me, its biggest problem was that it was trying to do too much into one yeah. movie. It was... A- on paper, it's just, we're going to do Batman versus Superman. But it's mm. also, ah, but we also need to introduce Wonder Woman. Ah, we also need to introduce the Justice League. Ah, we also need to have them go on the same team. Ah, we also need to do the death of Superman. Yeah. Like, they tried to do, like, and, and I remember... They, the, they did a whole 10 years movies in one in, day. Uh, that's, me and Ollie talked about this on an old podcast. Mm. Um, when we got out from seeing Batman v Superman. That I don't think that film, franchise, had earned the death of Superman. I agree. To do the death of Superman in your second outing yeah. is such a leap. Mm. And I don't think you were got to that point where it was like, that's your inevitable conclusion. 100% do the death of Superman. Yeah. It's one of the biggest comics, one of the most pivotal comics of all mm. time. Absolutely. And I was so excited to see it on the big screen. Mm. Just not yet. Just earn it. You've, yeah. got, to, you've got to put the, the groundwork in. And I think that there was something... I mean, it's not just DC, to be clear, as well. The whole extended universe thing. Everyone seems to be popping up and doing that, jumping on this trend, oh, hoping for the best. Yeah. Do you remember the Dark Universe when that was going to be a oh, thing? Oh, I again, was so excited for it There as was well. an Ident before any of the movies had come out. And, and you know, I, I, I love all those Universal Monsters. I think it's a great idea. It's just a case of plan it properly. Yeah. And I think, Do yeah... you know the story behind that photo? You know, there's that photo that oh, released. Oh, and all, none of them were together. None of them were there in the yeah. same room. It was all photoshopped together because it Isn't was such technology a, fascinating. It was such a last-minute call yeah. to do it that they weren't ready. And like, you know, as much as I love the man, Tom Cruise is the man is the reason why it tanked. Hey, now, don't you speak about my friend Tom Cruise in such a fashion? <laughs> <laughs> Correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like there was also. Um, God, I mean, Hasbro jumped onto it because they wanted to do like a Transformers wider universe. Yeah. They wanted to bring G.I. Joe into it and Mask and all And wasn't there going to be a Ghostbusters universe? That was Dan Aykroyd's big plan, yeah. He wanted to do the 2016 Ghostbusters mm. reboot and have that as the jumping off point for like uh, a Ghostbusters International and they mm. were going to do an animated real Ghostbusters movie. And yeah, they had like massive plans for it and none of them ever came to fruition because a lot of them were trying to run before they could even uh, it's even on a, turn over. a micro level like when i'm making a, a a vlog for youtube i sometimes sit there and i have these huge ideas of i want it to be this series and i want to be i could do all of these different things and that's great that's a wonderful thing to have but i have to step back and go okay but you've got, got, got to get the first one out and that one has to be good on its own mm-hmm. because while there was a plan with marvel there was something kind of organic you know iron man came out was really good iron man 2 less good and then, can we make these? Are we going to do this? But we're going to commit to the plan that we've got and, and see, see what if happens. It works. And, and then hopefully it will work. We gambled on the Avengers. Okay, great. What's next? But even with phase two, mm. they still took it relatively safe. Yeah. It was just sequels. It was yeah. like, we'll do Iron Man 3, we'll do Thor 2, Captain America 2, and then we'll introduce the Guardians mm. and see what happens there. Yeah. Ant Man really only was part of that phase two liner because it had been in development since two thousand five. Yeah. And like they would I think at some point they're like, we really should just release this at some point. Yeah. So we should just make an Ant Man movie at some point. And we've got him. 
And I think the Guardians there was the risk. Like mm. I've always said that. I, I think that that was the movie where Kevin Feige was like, if this works, these Z-level characters that no one yeah. cares about, if this works, we put Marvel Studios in front of it, then that means we can get away with anything. Yeah. And it did. But and, it was... now, and then when you get to phase three, it's all risks. Yeah. It's just like, now we can do uh, Captain Marvel. Because Hollywood has always been uh, afraid of doing female-led yeah. superhero movies because of the twice that they tried, neither of them worked. And, and even Black Panther hitting that real zeitgeist moment of, you know, inclusivity and diversity and, and, and making this movie for people who've been desperate to see this movie for as long as, you know, there have been superhero movies. They were able to lead the charge because they had put in the groundwork. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's more important, I think, to do that kind of early work to be able to do it. And it's interesting for me with the DCEU to see that they have now seen the fruits of the work that they didn't mean to put in. And they're yeah. going, could we? That's, yeah, exactly. Could we? And I think that they probably should. Sort of accidentally yeah. fallen into success. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. As long as you get there. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But that's all we've got time for on this edition of the show. Thank you as always, Dan. Oh, do you know what? Just a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could bring me down today. Not even this podcast. <laughs> Enjoy Marry Me. Tonight. Oh, I will. <laughs> you wait for next. You thought I was bad this week. Wait for next week when I've seen it. Uh, well, we will see you in seven days' time. Take care, everyone. I've been Luke Owen. I've been Dan Layton. And that's what's on.